Good afternoon, listeners. This is the Creative Brother, and I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is episode number 27, and if you are listening, you heard me say good afternoon. This is my second podcast episode where I'm doing it in the afternoon, mainly because I'm working on, I've got a lot of stuff I'm working on, you know, business startups and and my running my business and all of that. I need a brain break at some point. I mean, I just, it just has to stop, you know, <laughs> I just have to stop and go do something else for a minute. And, uh. I've been working on this episode for a couple of weeks about voting, getting people prepared for what's coming up in the next year or so, um, changing mindsets beforehand, getting people to think about, take that noise level, that white noise level down in your head, get your own voices, get, cut that volume down so you can you know, hear some other stuff, some different perspectives. I got something for you today. I really do. And what it comes down is, is it comes down to voting in this country. And if you have been listening to me, you know, I've got some some I've solved some stuff. Right. When it comes down to um, 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 uh, reparations for black people based on what the Japanese did to get theirs. Um, and then the voting and then um, um, my first I've done two serious uh, 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 think tank analyses. This is why I started this stuff. You know, fair of the failure of the U.S. USA and states to guarantee to guarantee all citizens Fourteenth Amendment rights, and then redressing reparations for Japanese American citizens. Lessons learned for the descendants of um, you know American slaves. So everything else that I'm doing is think tanky. This ain't just my, some way for me to come and sit down and talk to you and give you my opinion, even though I guess you can say it is, right? But it's more than just sitting down having a beer <laughs> and talking to you. This one, I think, is needed because it's organizing thoughts of people and also making you aware of some stuff sitting right around and sitting in your lap that you haven't thought about. And this is it. There are... Well, the episode is episode number 27. And the title that I'm giving it, I mean, you know, I could come up with something better probably, you know, but what it is, is, is create chaos in open primary states and vote for the others. <laughs> create chaos in open primary states and vote for the others. That's it. And, and we're going to talk about that. Okay, here it is. Vote. Here's my thesis, and this is going to be a short one because I don't need to go too far into this. This is one that I scratched out and looked at and did some fact finding and some, you know, all that stuff. And ultimately um, came to the conclusion that this needs to be done now. OK, not later. The thesis is, is vote in the opposing party's primaries and create chaos. Let's see what happens <laughs> when we do. You can only do that in one of the 22 States that has open has the open primary concept, right? Where you can, where anyone can go and vote for whatever candidate they want. Typically, the rules say when you when you vote, like for a Republican, if you're a Democrat, you have to continue all the way through the runoff if there is one, right? So you can't just go voting for Democrats or Republicans. I'm an independent that votes 
Democrat because that's where my values and virtues lie. But from this point, and I have voted in uh, Republican primaries in the past. It's been a minute, but I'm going back to it. Mainly because the candidates that come out of the Republican Party are so terrible. Where do they find these people? You know? And I'm just going to assume the people who voted for him knew what they were doing. Right? I'm not going to assume you're an idiot. I'm going to assume you went down there and you voted for whoever. You knew who you were voting for. You did it. So I'm not going to listen to people going, oh, you know, I have regrets. No, you don't. No, you don't. You better not. You did it. Stand up in your nonsense. You know, stand up with your nonsense. So there it is. Vote in the opposing party's primaries and create chaos. Let's see what happens. Here's why I say that. Fact number one, there are 22 open primary states in America. You know, so that is not even half. But in the 22 is a bunch of ones that are, you know, the ones that matter, right? Fact number two, individual citizens can vote for any candidate without having to be affiliated with the party of the candidate. You just have to run that, keep voting in that, you know, you got to stick with it to the end. If you vote in Democrat primary, you got to finish all the way through. And fact number three, GOPers have long done this. This is what the, um, the Rush Limbaugh's of the world you know, those types of people, you know, that's the that's the extreme end of the Republican Party. Right? Oh, it was. He's dead now. But him and his people, him and his types, they're the ones that came up with the evil genius stuff. Right. <laughs> what I call the evil genius. And that is something that they sold for decades. Go vote in the uh, open primaries for the Democrats and vote for, the, you know, for the worst ones. So, you know, they can win and then we can beat them. I mean, you know, evil genius. I'll leave it at that. You know, I'm not here to judge. You know, mm-mm. It's just facts. Dems haven't done that. These goody two-shoes Democrats, they get on my nerves. I'm telling you, I'm, if, if you're one and you're listening and you're taking ownership of what I'm saying, good for you. You take ownership. <laughs> goody two-shoes nonsense. You know, those are the ones that run for office. Democrats are not good at two shoes by design. I'm not, right? I vote Democrat. I'll cut your throat, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but I ain't running for office either, right? I don't have time for that nonsense. I could not win an election to whatever. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. First thing I'm not going to do is if you're a grandstander, I'm just going to cut you off. You ain't finishing with your, your thoughts, because I'm extremely preemptive. I'm reading your brain. I'm seeing where you're going. I can see your grandstanding coming up. I'm just going to disrespect you and cut you smooth off and not let you finish. Oh, people hate that. <laughs> people hate when you step on them. No one likes to be stepped on. But I step on grandstanders. You ain't, you ain't finishing. Nope. Then I'll run through you. You know, so there I could never win. No way. Probably could win because of that. Right. (laughs) Because of that reason. But a lot of people would like me because I ain't one thing or the other. I'm Republican in some things, Democrat in others and independent, whatever else in the other. I am not one color. I am purple. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Whatever color that mixes it all up. Orange. 
Orange is blue, green, and yellow, right? So three different things. Okay, so pros and cons of open primary voting. I mean, it, there's there's really three main categories. Everything else are subcategories, right? You listen to some people, they want, oh, there's 19 categories. No, there's not. Okay. Chaos. That's what we need in this country. Chaos. Things are a little too, um, in my opinion, a little too predictable. You know, even the people who are trying to create chaos, they're predictable too. They're trying the same old nonsense. That's predictable. You're not chaotic. You know what I mean? You're doing, you're trying to be chaotic and that's predictable in itself, right? And then here comes some mofo on a motorcycle running through the crowd and kill 10 people. We didn't expect that. That came out of nowhere. But your attempt to be chaotic, that's predictable, man. Sorry, right? So, Obvious chaos where the people who should win didn't win because people changed sides. Democrats went and voted for Republicans. Republicans went and voted for Democrats. Let's see what happens when we do that. I want all sides to do that. I really do. Everybody just go vote for the others. Go vote in the others' primaries and then vote for whoever you want for whatever reasons you have. Believe me, you, for listeners, you can sit down with 10 people and you, you can. You can sit down and have a... Your co-workers go to dinner, right? Everybody's sitting down and then somebody brings something up out of um, outside of the, the, the purview of the group. And then you start listening to the, to the people's uh, responses. You're going to get some stuff. My, I love that. Boy, I love to just sit down and listen to people. You know, different points of view about something silly. Just sit down, sit back, take the voices out my head, cut that volume down on the voices and cut it down on all that noise in my head, which I don't have much of, by the way. And then just listen to people and their, you know, and their stuff. People tell you a lot of who, who they are about who they are if you allow them to. But the other people don't do it. They're just waiting for you to finish. They ain't listening. They're just waiting for you to finish so they can talk. How about you try to listen, cut your voices down, cut down the, the white noise in your head and listen to people. You can pick up a lot of things you never will hear with, them, with those voices waiting on somebody to finish. That's what 80 percent of people do. Wait on you to finish. Then they start running their mouths. Didn't even hear you. OK, so chaos where the obvious ain't the obvious listeners. We need that in this country. Me personally, I don't think America is going to get a chance to start having a chance at greatness until we have chaos in this country. And I don't mean fighting and nonsense. I mean, as an example, uh, East Asians, the Indians, huh, we're going to have one as president in the next four elections. We will have an East Indian as president. Why? Because nobody pays attention. Right? Black and white people fighting. Oh, nonsense. Fighting over nothing. Really. It, honestly, fighting over nothing. I said it. And meanwhile, the others are just operating under the radar screen. Building power. Chinese are here. 
My neighbors, my longtime neighbors are Chinese attorneys, immigration attorneys. What do you think they're doing? What they've been doing since I've been knowing them for 20 years? Bringing in Chinese people. The Chinese are in Central America. Yes, they are. That's another podcast episode. Right on the border, as well as the East Asians getting in through Central America because those countries, the entry fee is way cheaper. Belize, you can get in all for a promise, a promise and a check later. They'll let you in. In Mexico, no one ever thinks about Mexico. You can get in Mexico for $1,500 or something, 15 grand and you're in. You're in Mexico. So imagine while Americans are fighting over nonsense, what's going on around us? The others are working their way in, working their way to the border. And America in 20 years would not be the America you know and maybe you love right now. It's going to be a different place. I see it as a better place, but it won't be a place where uh, people can recognize it as it is today. And it can start now. So if you're here now and you're in some of these primary states, you have an opportunity. (laughs) That's my second point underneath pros and cons of open primary voting. See how I work that right on in, that segue? Uh, You can get people from the other party to vote for you. Oh, you know what? That's my next one. That's K. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it is. If I'm running for office, and this is what I'm saying. Like I said, I would never run. But if I something happened in my, I had a brain fart or something, and I end up running for whatever reason, I would work on getting people from all sides to consider voting for me. I because I know me. The the my platform is going to be a platform for success. It's going to be a platform for success for everybody at whatever level they're playing at. All I'm going to do is talk about opportunity, how to grease grease skids. So um, mothers and parents and, you know, business people and uh, retired folks and children and everybody else can who want opportunity can have it. I'm just going to create opportunity. I'm just going to move all the existing players out of the way. We're going to have a talk first. I'm going to tell the existing power mongers, you don't need my help. Unless, of course, you you operate in a way that we can't see. And you are, you know, you you got spindly legs and one little kick and you fall over. But I would just tell the existing power mongers, move over. You're going to make money with this, too, because you know how to do it already. Get out the dang way or deal with me. Because I would, I would explain to them, you're already here. You're going to benefit because you're already here. Move out the way. Or I will do it for you. There it is. And a bunch of them will move, right? <laughs> 80% will move. There's always that proverbial two badass types. That's my one cuss. Think they got it all together. Then you hit them on that little skinny leg. Whoop! And everything comes crashing down around them because they ain't what they seem, right? They ain't what they seem. People are big on creating visuals for you. Then you pull back that curtain and there's the Wizard of Oz speaking through a mic, little tiny man, right? (laughs) So this creates opportunity. A creative brother can thrive in in chaos. Listeners, I've been talking to you about COVID and what COVID can do for you if you don't get it right. Chaos creates opportunity for the little man. And little woman, little alien, I see myself as 
no different from the, the listener listening to me right now. I may have a few more thises and thats, but I probably have a few less this and that's than you have too. So it all evens out, doesn't it? <laughs> I operate in chaos. I look for chaos. I run to the fire with a water hose, right? Not a mic on the camera. I run to the fire with a water hose to help. But I'll be damned if I don't try to benefit off chaos. I prefer it. I like when they put a Republican in the president's role because I know I'm getting ready to make a lot of money. As soon as they blow up the economy, happens every time, right? Chaos is the little person's friend. Run to the chaos. Help create chaos so you can benefit. You got that? All right. <laughs> and the last thing, like I said, chaos, opportunity. And then the third one is incumbents, the incumbent. Doing what I'm what I'm promoting here ain't good for the incumbents. Not good. Because now you can't operate in this safety of being the incumbent. You know, and these folks know you. For some reason, that seems to be a good thing. People know you and they they know the devil, and they don't want to vote for the one they don't know. They want to vote for the devil they know. That's crazy. But that's scaredy cat humans. Always trying to feel safe. <laughs> Always trying to go for safe. What I'm talking about right here is go is running towards chaos and running towards the fire. You know, like in the movies when you see something blow up and everybody runs to it. Like uh, War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. I, I think that's the first scene when the when the ground's moving and everybody is like, "What's wrong with the ground?" And, like, and they're all standing around the hole, looking in the hole, right? Meanwhile, chaos is starting up. I'm like, what the hell? Oh, that's two cusses. I'm sorry. I don't usually only get one cuss. And then just sit there and wait for chaos to come out the ground. And then they start running. And then they, oh my God. That's the example of what I'm talking about. Now, what, 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 what would the creative brother do? Okay. I'm there too, right? I'm there. But I'm blocks away. With my with my with, with, with my uh, binoculars, I'm looking in on the chaos, but I'm safe, safer. I'm watching the chaos from distance, because I mean, how can I plan my entry when I'm in the middle of it? No, you don't want to be in the middle of it. You want to be on look, you know, outside looking in, and you put your plan together on how to benefit. You don't want to be in there running for your life. So that's what I would have done. I would have stood back, took a look, and when I saw it wasn't going to go my way. Yeah, then I'm out the way. You know, I make my move. But mm -mm. chaos is what you want. Incumbents do not benefit from chaos because it makes people, you know, it, it lowers the voices and the noise in the people's heads that thought that they knew you, you know, they knew you and you were the, the, the obvious choice. Now you're not because people are, you know, now this chaos is created and other people have been shot up to the top around you, now you got to compete, you know, got to communicate better, you know, you just might lose now because this candidate that you didn't think was a, was a, you, you thought it was just a nobody, now people come out of nowhere and voting for them, right, the chaos people, so these are the things that can happen when you do what I'm promoting here, right, create chaos. I would communicate my wishes for the people in all parties. I would have them cross over. 
I, I could benefit from doing, from people deciding to do this stuff. I would benefit if I was running because I'd be talking to you anyway. All right. I'm the independent voter that votes Dem. Uh, and I do, I have and do vote in G- GOP primaries to disrupt. Now, I heard the Rush Limbaugh nonsense 30 years ago. And I decided that's a good idea. I was going to do it, too. <laughs> so I did it, too. You know, I'm good on, you know, taking good advice from people that seems to work. And I did it. I've been doing it. So every now and then I'll vote in GOP primaries just to disrupt and vote for the person. Here's the two things I do. One is, is sometimes you have a roster of losers and it just comes down to which one is the, the best of the worst. Right. But if you look inside of what of, of the pot, right. Open the pot lid up and look in there and stir it up a little bit. You find probably maybe one of those so-called losers isn't such a loser after all. And there are some virtues there. So you vote for them. You promote them. You, you do get on their little email list. And they start sending you stuff. Oh, my goodness. And they want money. Nope, no money. OK, but promote the people who have been tagged as terrible. They're typically not so terrible. That's why they've been tagged. People are trying to drum beat them down, trying to drown them out. Remember my podcast episode 22, 23 about uh, toxic moral grandstanders and how they there's two strategies to drown out strategy and the drum beat strategy. Drum beat strategy is this boom, 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 la, 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 boom, 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 boom. Believe it. Believe it. And then drown out is, it's more of us. We can drown them out. We can just drown them out. Podcast episodes and all kind of nonsense. Just drown them out. Mm-mm. That only works if you pay attention. So, yeah. But what I'm going to do for the next two to four years is I'm just going to vote uh, GOP. And I'm going to look for better. I'm going to look for the best GOP candidates and vote for them. That's what I'm going to do. Because, man, they're so horrible. There was a time when I voted for some in the 80s locally because they were the better candidate. I just don't like goody two-shoes Democrats. Let me just put it out there. You're trying to act like you're all high and mighty and you're better than the other candidate. Screw you. You're not. You're not. Who are you? That's what I want to know. I don't want to find out later you got some sort of issue. We all have issues, right? But I can't stand the goody two-shoe types. You know, I can't stand that. We are not aligned at all. Because I know if I ever met that goody two-shoe Democrat and I poked that bear, immediately that thin skin's going to show up and they're going to show me who they really are within 30 seconds. Face is going to scrunch up, <laughs> right? I'm going to poke the bear. I'm going to stand there with my Jim Bowie in my hand and watch your face scrunch up. And then you, you, don't, you don't know what to say because I have Jim Bowie in my hand. But I know right away, you ain't who you, who you selling. You're not who you are selling. I personally like, let me tell you who, who I really like, but he's a pedo. He's a pedophile. Anthony Weiner. God, I like that guy outside of him being a pedophile. He would be much higher up in this world if it wasn't for his pedophilia. Right? 
And I'm always joking about him with my friends about, um, I have friends that are on all sides, right? And my Democrats, my Democrat extreme left friends are, I think they're worse than the extreme right friends I have. Because the extreme right ones are just silly. I mean, their stuff is just like, that's silly. Come on. It's 1965 stuff. Come on. But the Democrats are just vengeance seekers. They won't, like right now, I have one. I love him. He, he's the kind, he tell me, I, yeah, I'd like to win the election, then go outside and fight everybody once I won. And I'm like, what are you, why are you running for election? We, <laughs> what are you doing? What, huh? You want to go outside and fight the folks who don't like you, fight the opposition in the street? Like, yeah. Oh, my God. So, the Democrat vengeance seekers, like right now, they want everybody from the Trump administration to get theirs. Like, no jobs for you. You know, cut the power off in your house. <laughs> cut the power and the water off. You don't deserve water or power. You know, or a job. And I'm like, oh my God, really? We won already. Can you just focus on what on the winners? And no, I want vengeance. You know, and so that's why this episode is important to me because we need to stop this insanity as a nation. People are fighting over nonsense and it's the same old nonsense over and over again. I don't even know how young people kind of can even get into this stuff. And quite honestly, listener, I'm not a baby boomer. I am a 13er. The 13ers started in 61, well, starting in 1961, which is the year I was born, December. And it ended 20 years later and at the end of 1981. Now, if you haven't read any books lately about these kinds of things, you probably don't know this. There's a new definition for those people. I have a young mother. My mother had me at 16, born in 45. She was, she's a baby boomer. I never identified with her nonsense as far as the way she thought and her stuff. I always thought we were different people. And for the longest time, I was categorized as a baby boomer. But no, I'm not. I'm a 13er. You know, and it's, yeah, we're the... Latchkey kids, you know, we watched Sesame Street while our parents were trying to get home from work. That's that's not baby boomer. They didn't have latchkey kids, you know. Uh, so I'm from that generation, and I don't even know how the young people today can any can even identify with baby boomer nonsense. And even the 13ers, the older ones, which are, a lot of them are politicians, and they suck, right? They just keep running these same old insane routines over and over. Black people don't have ID and all that. So let's try to figure out how to get them not to vote because they can't show up. They don't have ID. That's nonsense. This is 2021. Everybody's got ID except for the, you know, the folk. If you don't have ID, we can't help you. No one can help you if you're like over 40 with no ID, 30. I mean, what can anyone do for you? I mean, like, really, seriously, what? You're on your own, man. You're yo-yo, okay? So the Republicans are running these stupid, insane tricks over and over, and they don't work, but they don't realize it. Uh, maybe they do. I don't know. Democrats are goody-two-shoe types that, you know, here's a good analogy for me for Democrats as a whole. You got this gal, right? She's been going to, she's a black belt. Three degree black belt. Been been working on her craft since she was a little girl. 
But then she lets people bully her. You know, she allows people to bully her. And I use the word allow because she knows how to whoop their butt. She can take two fingers and poke the eyes out of Karen and send Karen home with, you know, bleeding. But for some reason, she thinks talking to people and being passive is the way to go. She can stop on a dime and fix her, fix that problem, but she won't. That's how I see Democrats. This goody two-shoe nonsense you're promoting is the same insane tricks the other sides are doing. People don't believe it. They don't believe it. It's not believable. And so there it is. Um, so, yeah, to close. <laughs> vote, vote the opposite and create chaos. It's got to be better than what we're now getting, right? That's my close. <laughs> it's got to be a better path than what we're having now. And if you can open up your mind and close the voices in your head and create and turn down that noise, you'll see I'm right. I am. A, I'm right. And what it will do for people, it'll 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 give you. I mean, imagine if you could bat from the right side and from the left side. I can kick and I can throw kick and bat from either side. I'm ambidextrous. Now, do I do it equally well from all sides? No, that's practice. And there's a natural swing versus the one that you created. But more people need to learn how to play the bass on the right and the left side. Play your notes on both sides. I can do that. Believe me, it keeps an open mind about one thing or the other. We need more people who can think from more sides than just the one side that you think from now. I'll leave you with this last thing. Ask the people in your lives that are from the Middle East and from the Persian countries and from Europe and maybe Asia. And not, not so much about Asia, but maybe so. Ask them how many languages do they speak? Just ask the person in the convenience store. Go inside the convenience store. They're typically not, you know, they're, they're typically um, not white or black or whatever. They're from their you know, Asian or they're Arab or they're Persian, right? You know what a Persian is? Okay. Ask them how many languages they speak. It's going to be at least two, probably three languages. English, their, 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 their country of origins, you know, language. And then the second one from some country that was next to it or something. Three languages, maybe four. The lady where I go around the corner, she speaks four languages fluently. I'm listening to her. I know a little Urdu. But I don't know. I didn't know this other one she was speaking. I'm like, what is that? And she said something. I'm like, I don't know that one. So that was why I didn't know. I know three, you know, not as fluently as I like, but three, three languages. And guess what that does to you? It opens up your mind because when you're sitting in a room with folks, they're speaking another language. They're talking about you. <laughs> they're talking about you. You just got to sit there and hope they're not calling you a son of a whatever. But uh, open up your mind. That's what I'm asking you to do. And vote and create chaos. Let's see what happens if, if we can do that as independent voters. So becoming an, an independent voter, especially if you're, this can only happen if you're in an, uh, an open primary state, one of the 22. Have a look, take a thought, think about it, listeners. And if you agree, 
Join me in creating chaos in America. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the listen. Have a good day. We'll talk soon. Good morning, listeners. This is the creative brother. You thought we were done. I thought too, but we're not. This is the Friday, July uh, 16th, 2021. The reason why I'm doing this add-on episode is because this week we had nonsense in Texas. The Texas GOP, who has had trifecta control of Texas since 2003, have tried to go ahead and add more nonsensical voting rights they think are going to hurt Democrats. They hurt all Texans, really. And I've already talked about ID. Black people have ID. (laughs) So it's not going to hurt black people. It's going to hurt the largest group, which are are white people. That's the largest ethnic group in Texas. Um, Actually, no, it's not. Latinas, I think, are the largest ethnic group. So it's going to hurt the largest groups down to the smallest groups. Right? So again, they're making mistakes. But fine, you you keep doing that. I've already talked about that, right? Here's why I put this episode in. It's because the Texas Democrats, you know, because of the majority, they're not in the majority. They ran to Washington, D.C. on a symbolic basis so they couldn't vote. You can't have a, you know, a quorum. You can't vote. And, you know, that's not going to work this time. It's not going to work. And I've already said how the federal government's going to step in and undo whatever nonsense. Federal law trumps state law. So whatever nonsense they put in, it's going to go get thrown out by the federals, by the Fed. Okay, and whatever gets left in affects everyone. So as far as I'm concerned, it's just like when you go when you're playing basketball, you got basketball. They change the rules. Now, you know, you only get half a point when you make a shot. And everybody's freaking out. Oh, wow, my God, why, 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 why? Well, you know what? That affects everybody who plays, right? Shut up. (laughs) That's my perspective, listeners. If it affects everyone, shut up. Shut up. That's just that men's and brain thought, right? Eliminate noise. Eliminate all the voices in my head. Well, well how does this benefit or not benefit a group or a person or what? It, it hurts it. It hurts or helps everyone. It's not gonna, it's gonna hurt people, but the largest groups are where it hurts the most, right? So yeah, it's gonna hurt ethnic groups. It ain't gonna hurt voters. It's gonna hurt uh, Latinas, because they're the biggest group, right behind them are white people, and then everybody else. So there it is. I, this stuff to me is ridiculous. Okay, so that said, partisan politics can be overcome in the open primary states by voting down the opposition in the primaries. You go straight to the, as soon as the, the dog has the puppies, you just snatch the ones you think are going to be bad puppies, bad dogs. So you don't even let them grow up. You just, sounds terrible to say this. You grab them, throw them in the river. (laughs) I mean, I'm laughing. So you go to the source and you get rid of what you believe is the problem 
As soon as it's born, you don't even let them grow up. What does that mean? Let's use Ted Cruz as an example. He's pretty horrible. I don't know why anybody votes for the guy. I think um, as a business person, I can't even understand why you would, if you're a Republican, why you think Ted Cruz is good for you. I don't get it. I just, he's just pretty useless, but he's had two terms, one full term and one when he made up for somebody else, right? But he's pretty horrible. He really is. He's just across the board horrible. How do you get rid of a guy like that? Well, you go into, as a Democrat, you go and you I, you vote against him in the, prim, in the Republican primary. That's where Democrats can go and put the stake in the heart of babies before they grow up. So the Ted Cruz's and the would-be Ted Cruz's, you go and you vote in the opposing party's primary. Vote them down there. You don't hope and pray that they make it out and then you, you will we'll beat them in the general no increase your i'm a risk manager and it it it, it pervades my life everything i'm doing i'm looking at the risks how do i lower my risks right and the way you increase your odds in your favor and lower the risks you go vote against the folks you don't like and the opposing parties from primary so First, here's four steps for Democrats, for the Democratic Party and for Democrats to bring balance to Texas. This is for Texas Democrats. If you're a Republican and you want to kind of use this, they, they, your party's already doing this. All you have to do is listen to, to them for the last 30 years. You'll learn this. Democrats just, I don't know why, didn't do it. Step number one. <laughs> You identify the, the people that you identify your targets, who you want to see lose. It's just simply, simply put, identify who you want to see lose. OK. And then you watch the babies being born, you snatch them up and you can get rid of, you know. OK. Number two, construct the plan and the messaging Texas Democrat Party. Construct your plan and the messaging so you can get Democrats to en masse to go vote against Ted Cruz. We're using Ted Cruz as an example. Go vote in the opposing primary en masse against Ted Cruz. Anybody but him. And then what you do, you look at who's running. Who's running on the other side against Ted Cruz? And the folks that can vote against Ted Cruz and, you know, because he's their senator. You know, you vote for the person that's running against them. Or you look at the persons and you pick the best, not the worst. It can't get much worse than that guy. So you vote for the best candidate that aligns with your values. Okay, remember this is the primary of the opposing party. You're trying to up the game in Texas. You ain't trying to ruin it. It's already ruined. So you vote like you're voting for a Democrat. Who aligns themselves with me? Texas Democrat Party, that's what you do. You need messaging. Everybody needs to know what to do. Okay? Get it out there. Explain to them. I know this is hard for you. I know it. I know this does not align itself with how you're thinking. This is creative brother stuff. <laughs> and then you go, then when the primaries come, you go vote against the candidates that you've targeted, right? Keep them from getting out of the primary. Keep them from getting into the general election. So you're doing, you have two shots. 
you do it at the primary level. Then if they make it, you go vote for who you want in the general election. Now, some people have listened to my podcast and they were like, well, I don't want to vote against a, I don't want to vote for a Republican in the general. I'm like, you didn't listen. Primary, not the general election Democrats or Republicans that are listening. They are two separate things. All you did when you all you did when you told me that you did you know when you said what you said, all that helped me to do was come back here and do this podcast episode for the folks that thought I meant something different. So there it is. It's very easy. I didn't say anything differently, did I? I said the same things. Go vote in the in, in the primary against who you don't want to see come out of it. And for the parties, the Democratic Party from Texas. Construct a plan on how you get that message out to people. That's it. That is it. Okay. Have a good day. We'll talk again.